Hello, and welcome to our podcast. You are listening to How Did We Get Here? Healing Conversations. My name is Dr. Leslie Bronner, and I'm a psychiatrist and a public health professional. And my name is Felicia Jamison. I'm a registered nurse and a healing coach. We all need healing, whether it's personal, in our family, or in our communities. So let's get into the show. for joining us again and today's topic is toxic stress and we all know that stress is pretty high right now for a lot of us and um, basically with still having COVID-19 and going into the Delta variant all these things seeing cases increase with COVID it starts to bring stress Um, we've seen that certain businesses do not have enough people hired. I actually saw somebody say that they had put in their doggone Starbucks order with their phone app, went there and the Starbucks was closed and she was on the uh, blog, community blog, and so happened the manager of the store came on and said, yeah, we're having a problem. We, we're losing our students. We don't have enough people hired. So the hiring, the the places that you normally do business, not open, um, all of these things. Um, People complaining about low wages for work and just wondering when is that gonna change and groceries and are up. So all of these things are causing stress. And then what seems to be a good thing in our area of North Carolina, we've got a lot of high tech companies coming and people are now saying, but what about affordable houses because Everybody's gonna, everything's gonna be more expensive. So all of these things, voting rights, everything begins to just blend together. And here we have another bundle of stress. Help us, Dr. Bronner. Yeah, well, that's the issue. We thought that since the vaccine came along that maybe we were going to have a different kind of a summer where we weren't gonna have to talk about COVID. People were gonna go back to work. And actually, it's the exact opposite. COVID numbers are going up. We don't know what's going to be happening with the school systems come fall. And as you talked about work, people either don't want to go back to work or they don't want to deal with the low wages that they had before. And so, you know, just when we thought that our stress was going to go down based on us going into the summertime, it's actually staying up or going up higher than it was before. Right, right. And so when does it end or how do we sort of make these changes? Right. It's it's just a tough call, but I think that we have to manage that stress, get a hold of it. Um, You know, even with some of my friends, I can see them with their day-to-day things getting overwhelmed. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's bring it down. Let's focus on the here and now. And, um, I realize that carrying this stress is really, really dangerous to us on many different levels. So I want you to share with us about what's, what is all of that stress doing to our bodies? Well, one of the things that I want to do is just sort of go back to one of our previous episodes where we just talked about different types of stress. And we um, invite you to go back and listen to that full episode. But we talked about just positive stress, the stress that everybody knows and loves when you want to um, do well on a test 
or you are just trying to exercise, the body definitely gets you into this high sense of an alert place and you are more functional, you have more motivation and you actually get the job done. So everybody wants that sort of stress in their lives. The body meets that stress and then it goes back down to what we call this balance or homeostasis. Then there's the next level of stress, which we call tolerable stress. So the stress is a little bit more intense, thinking about maybe a divorce or something that you're going through. It's still time limited, but it's sort of pushing you a little bit more than um, just your basic stress. But you're able to manage it. That's the difference. You have a capacity to recover. So you're able to utilize the healing practices or your coping strategies, such as calling a friend who's supportive or doing exercise or eating right, sleeping well. Those things help you come back down to what we call, again, homeostasis and you're feeling good. Now, when we move on to what we think about toxic stress, now this is the intense stress, but it is long lasting. It's chronic. It's sort of like COVID. The stress just doesn't go away. And then you feel like there's nothing that you can do. You tried all your coping mechanisms. You're still feeling stressed. You're still irritable. You're still tense. Friends aren't necessarily around to help you. And this is when the body starts to break down. Right. And and that body reaction, that's a big one because once you start having issues with your body, you're not going to sleep well. You're not concentrating well. Then you've got job, job performance issues. And you're so fatigued that not only you are suffering, but your family's going to suffer. Um, if, if you've got a kid, you know, the kids are suffering. And then, God forbid, if the kid is being bullied at school, getting their own stress and bringing that stress home, then, you know, that's even a more heightened level of stress for that family. And um, I'm thinking about a post that I saw when it comes to our image and how people see us and carrying that type of stress. A lady, a grown adult, she posted a picture and said, if I only knew then that I was enough. And so I say that to say, I think sometimes we have to pull back from everything and have the confidence in ourselves and know who we are and be at peace and choose what section of things we're going to work on because we cannot fix all of it, but we have to release some of that stress. And I think that's the real big issue when people are going through stressors. They don't necessarily know that they need to step in to do something about it. They sort of say this will pass, things will get better, we'll just kind of limp along, hoping that somehow things will get better. And I think COVID is showing us we don't know when this stress is going to go away. Right. We don't know when things are going to get better. And so therefore, we have to try to step in now to try to figure out, is this toxic to our bodies where we cannot use our uh, stress reduction techniques to feel better or are our stress reduction techniques happening? And as we talked about a few minutes ago, if they're not causing you to go back down to this balanced state, then you're in this sort of red zone of saying, this can actually affect my body down the road. Right. And I just feel like people need to know the things that they can do to get rid of what stress they can. You know, you might still be in the middle of a divorce. You might still be having a financial issue. But you know what? 
you can turn off some of this other sensory stuff where it's stuff that 24 hour news cycle, hearing that, you know, seeing things on social media, we can close our iPads and shut those things down, put some music on and push back some of that. And then if we need to go get help, if we need to say, hey, you know, I need to see the doctor about getting something for sleep or for rest. You know, I think people should not fear doing that because people feel like, you know, we've got to be strong and I've got to look invincible. And, you know, that's just not realistic. Well, I think one of the reasons why people don't do that is they don't realize what the long term consequences are. They sort of believe, OK, if I get through it somehow, then I feel better and then I'm sort of moving on. But toxic stress actually can cause your body to break down and just and I don't want to go into a lot of details about the biology of this but I think people understand this sort of fight or flight adrenaline starts kicking in and probably people have heard about cortisol mm -hmm. levels and it hardens the arteries it hardens the arteries. so if you in the short term have your heart rate going up and your blood pressure goes up then you can imagine if this happens over a long period of time, you might at some point develop high blood pressure or hypertension. You can imagine if you develop hypertension, that can actually impact your arteries and that can lead to having a heart attack or having a stroke. Also during stress, of course you need energy, so you're mobilizing all kinds of glucose and sugars. If those levels stay high, guess what? You're at risk for diabetes. Exactly. And so you're not going to see that in the first six months or a year or two years or five years, but maybe 10 years from now, if you're in this chronic state of high stress, somebody might make these, down, these diagnoses down the road. And that stress, it can just make you feel so wiped out. And, and, and thinking about the increased cortisol level, I think about how when people get angry and they're real frustrated, they use that little slang it made my blood boil. You ever hear people mm -hmm, saying it made mm -hmm. my blood was boiling? And I'm like, it kind of sort of is, you know, <laughs> there's something boiling in here. There's something, a process happening in your body to really set you up for that high blood pressure and having those issues. And being a nurse, you know, the high blood pressure then affects your kidneys. And then with the diabetes, then you start losing limbs. And then that is a whole different life. So, you know, our goal, whether you feel like you have those hereditary issues in your family or not, our goal in bringing this up is just to motivate you to say, stop with the stress because you are damaging your body in more ways than you can imagine. And the other issue is, and not just with the um, stress that we just talked about, it can lead to negative behaviors. And so when you're under stress, guess what you want? You want to feel better quickly. So people turn to alcohol, right. they turn to drugs, they turn to all of these means that on top of the stuff that we just talked about also can cause disease down the road. Right, right. You know, and so I think if people sort of understood what was going on internally, they might think more in the short term about trying to figure out how to manage stress. And, you know, I know people might hear us say this, famous tennis player named more than once, Naomi Osaka. I think she has taught all of us something. When do you fold? When do you back off? When do you let go? And 
Wow, here's some 20-year-old kid on the world stage that showed all of us. It's okay to say, I'm not okay. And it's okay to step back and do some self-care and take care of yourself and, you know, get the help that you need instead of pushing through. And guess what? She is saving her body down the road. It seems like just something going on in the short term and she may not even know all of the biology that's going on, but she is actually preventing herself from going down the road, developing what is some of the, the biggest problems we have in this country, chronic disease, hypertension, diabetes, coronary artery disease. She is preventing that and hopefully giving other people permission right. not to say to themselves, I'm anxious, that's not the same thing as a physical illness, so I'm not going to say anything about it. But now recognizing this can be as serious as any other kind of physical illness, and you need to stand up for yourself and say this is important. And, and I know we're getting ready to wrap up, but I want to pull something out of you, Dr. Bronner, that um, with anxiety, people kind of say, oh, you're just nervous. Get over yourself. But let's back up for a minute. When somebody is having a lot of anxiety, I know when I feel anxious, it does not feel good. But what's uh, besides the body, what's happening with that person? Can you just share with our listeners one more thing about just anxiety and how that would stop a person from being able to perform? Well, you know, anxiety is it's one of those things where you're starting to feel a lot of tension and you're feeling irritable and restless and you're just feeling out of sorts. Sometimes it impacts the way you sleep. Sometimes it impacts your ability to concentrate. And so if you're at that level of anxiety, then you, if you notice that you're not functioning as well, then you can step in and do something before it gets down to the levels that we're talking about in terms of toxic stress, where you may not be able to intervene as readily and uh, decrease the likelihood that you will some, some uh, place down the road develop a chronic disease. So yes, having anxiety in the short term and noticing that and doing something about it can be the best thing that you can do. Right, because that's just not a normal feeling. And it is, I mean, we get it sometimes, but it's just, it's just not a good thing to stay in that. And that's, you know, one thing I just really want people to hear and feel okay about saying, I am anxious and I need to do something about it. Yeah, and so I think, you know, the big takeaway with, that we want to say here, and we've talked about this before, there's sort of that good stress, there's the tolerable stress, but there is this category of toxic stress. And this is so important because this is creating some of the top diseases that we have, some of the top reasons why people are dying in this country. And you may not realize that the anxiety or stress that you're feeling today, just like COVID, you're stressed about COVID, you're stressed about maybe having a job or are your kids going back to school? If this lingers and continues, it can create long-term problems. So we really wanna challenge people to step in right now and say to themselves, it is important enough for me to do something. And the last thing I wanna say is have you a time where you get you some extra sleep. Have a night where you just shut everything down and go to bed early. Yes, I think so. That's what they <laughs> need to do. Go to bed early. Go to just, bed early. I call it shut it down. Everything is shutting down. Yes, so. it's all important. So we, we appreciate you all joining us again, and we hope that this was helpful and educational. And if 
you have any questions, please let us know. And we look forward to you joining us in the next podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to our podcast, How Did We Get Here? Healing Conversations. I hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward to having you join us for future episodes. If you enjoyed this show, please give us a subscribe and leave a comment on your favorite podcasting app. We will be putting out episodes weekly, so please join us.